0: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation.
1: What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. It's David and Isaac. We are here posting after the Washington Wizards kicked the absolute uh. <laughs> crap out of the Memphis Grizzlies. Final score 115 to 87. To say this was a crap show is putting it lightly. I don't know that I'm going to have much positive to say tonight. I, I hate to have just like a, a negative episode, but man there there were not a, a lot of good things to look at from tonight.
0: Yeah, man, these are a lot more fun when, when the Grizzlies come out on the, the winning side of things. That's for, for sure, man. But a common theme, man, they, they're they now five and four. They dropped four games in and, and three of the four losses. Uh, you go back to Portland, Miami, uh, and tonight, the Lakers game, they did lose that game, but they were in it down the stretch. They were still making plays. But the common theme in, in three of these four losses is that they just can't get stopped. In 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 games where they can't get stops and you can't score, their, their offense didn't make up for the shortcomings of defense. The games they won this year, is basically because of the offense. I mean, their defense has struggled even in wins uh, this season and in games where their defense can't make their offense can't make up for the defense. This is what we've gotten. I mean, either they they've won or they've gotten blown out. That's kind of been been what we've seen this year, man. And they just got to find a way to fix this. Uh, Dylan Brooks should be back. Soon and that'll help, but it's not going to completely fix this, man. They got to get this right. I mean, you go from being top ten defensively last year to—I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I'm sure one of the worst in the league. No, uh, they, defensively. No,
1: not one of the worst. Uh, they they are, are the worst. He- heading into tonight's game, they were dead last.
0: Yeah, that, that's not surprising. Not surprising at all, man. I mean, they just don't guard the perimeter. uh We talked about this a lot on last episode. Point of attack defense is just. Horrible teams are just easily getting to the paint, just clean looks. I mean, it's just just bad, man. And and they gotta find a way to fix it. And again, in nights where they can't score, only put up eighty-seven points tonight, man. That's not gonna cut it. Uh you you're not gonna win many games scoring eighty-seven. Um, and that's kind of what we saw tonight, man, and, and a lot of a lot of ugliness out there tonight. And you look at this box score and and it's not pretty, man. Just a tough night all around. This is what I call a, a team loss. I think everybody was pretty much equally as bad, and it's not not really yeah. <laughs> good play from anybody in this one, to, to be honest. It,
1: even the garbage time guys were bad tonight, yeah. man. There, there was not just could you know, not
0: make a shot, man.
1: The, the Jenkins cleared the bench with around ten minutes left in the fo- in the in the fourth, and I'm like, okay, you know, we're gonna get to see Aldama, we're gonna get to see Clark you know, Sam Merrill, maybe we'll get a bright spot that we can talk about from these guys. No. And that just wasn't <laughs> no. the case.
0: Did not but happen, man.
1: Go, going back to the defensive thing, we were kind of talking about this just a little bit before we came on. But we were talking about how, you know, the the thought process was getting Stephen Adams should help improve this defense. but. It doesn't look like that's the case. And and obviously the eye test can lie to you. It, it definitely can. But one thing that I'm seeing a lot more this year that you didn't see with JV on the floor is the opponent getting to the rim a lot more. The reason that is the reason I think that's the case is Stephen Adams, his footwork is superior to JV's whenever it comes to the v, the defensive end of the floor, but it gets him in trouble sometimes and people are getting behind him. Yeah. I, I wish I could have – I didn't bring the numbers up before we got on here, but I guarantee you that the opponents are finishing at a higher percentage at the rim this year than what they were last year, and also, more so than that, they're getting to the rim more this year than what they were last year. And and Adams has talked about his shortcomings on on the defensive end being a a half a second late and that leading to a basket for the other team. So maybe it's – this is just Steven Adams still adjusting to the system – but it, it's, it's been pretty rough, and, and in games like, you know, the, the three that Isaac mentioned, the three big losses for the Grizzlies, it's been really, really hard to watch this team.
0: Yeah, 39 attempts at the rim for the, the Wizards tonight. They finished, scored on 26 of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not good at all, man. It, you, I mean, just a free run to the rim, and it's easy, easy shots. Like I said, teams knocking down threes, and they're getting to the basket. I mean, it's just too easy. For the Wizards out there tonight. And I and I got a foreshadowed this over the last couple of days. I figured that matching up with, with Denwitty, Bill, and, and KCP would be tough, but this is even worse than I imagined. Uh Kyle Kuzma also uh got loose there early in the game and, and knocked down several threes. Um I mean this this defense again, it's just been a struggle for this team. Um and, and they did a really good job of of taking John Morant out of the game. They were pick and roll defense was just amazing I mean they wouldn't let him get to his spots he was having to pull up for mid-range jumpers which we kind of know that's not what he wants to do he wants to get to the rim and and they just didn't allow him to do that tonight and he only had what do you have to finish out with 11 points mm-hmm. um and I mean that's they're not going to win many games with John Moran on scoring eleven.
1: left yeah you know 417 from the full floor that's that's an excellent job in the defensive scheme by the the Wizards you know and, and It's, you have to give them some credit because they went out there, they executed their game plan. they done what they needed to do in order to win this game. Um, But, you know, at at some point you've got to start pointing fingers. Is it the personnel? Is it the guys that are out on the floor, the reason this defense is so bad? Is it the coaching staff not putting these guys in the right position? Like, where, where do you put the blame? Who is to blame for this defense being this bad?
0: Yeah, I mean, for the game, Bress Unsell, uh, I kind of asked him about the, the challenges that the Grizzlies faced for them, and, and he said about John Morant, that they were just going to have to build a wall um, and, and stop him, don't allow him to get to his spots, and they did exactly that. That's what we saw tonight. But back to your question, we've seen this team be much better than this defensively, and again, we go back to Stephen Allen versus JV. Offensively, we know Valanciunas is the, the far superior player, but defensively, I still think I give the edge to Stephen Adams. So there's no way that this team should have gone from top 10 defensively to bottom of the league. I mean, I it, I don't think it's personnel. I just think maybe they concentrate a little bit too much on the offense and, and, and not enough on the defense coming into the season. I think it's something that's going to get better as the season goes on. Again, Dylan Brooks coming back, that will help some of that. But, I mean, they have a long ways to go, but I, I don't think it's, they don't have. I don't think it's that they don't. They don't have the personnel. I, I think they can get there because we've seen this team, and they didn't even have Jared uh, at, at that point. We've seen this team be much better than this defensively, so I, I don't worry that they don't have the personnel. But again, man, this has to get fixed and it has to get fixed quickly, or, or they're going to take a lot of losses. Because again, if they're not putting up big offensive numbers, they're they're going to get beat like this.
1: When, and especially when you run into teams that have guards that are able guards, to get downhill. Yeah. You know, point of attack, you know, we, we've mentioned it before, but point of attack is huge. Like, th- that's something they're, they're fixing to go uh Minnesota, Charlotte, Phoenix. Phoenix. And then, I mean, I, I don't really put, you know, New Orleans in that category, although, de, you know, Devontae Graham can get downhill pretty quick. And while the Rockets are young, the Rockets have a lot of guys that can get downhill. And, and Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., like
0: yeah, they can score they y'all, but they can put, put the these, ball in the
1: basket. Yeah. Four out of these next five matchups, man, can get real, real scary. And that's not to say that the Grizzlies can't win those games. Can they beat the Timberwolves? Absolutely. They can, they can beat anybody. They just beat the nuggets back-to-back games. Beating them once is good. Beating a team in back-to-back games is really, really hard to do because adjustments are made and the Grizzlies were able to do that. So you know the the talent is there, the ability is there. Are they going to be able to find the execution to slow these teams down? And, and man, this Minnesota game back at home at the FedEx Forum on Monday night could be really scary because they've got more than, you know, you've got uh, you know Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, like those guys can really get after it. And they could just feast on this defense if they play the way that they did tonight or, you know, in any of the other three losses where they had the the big blowout losses.
0: We'll see if I think Russell's been out. I don't know if he'll be back Monday. I don't think he, I think they had a game tonight. And I think they said he was out, So we'll see if he plays on Monday, but that'd be a big boost for him. And and with Minnesota, they've been playing really well defensively. Uh, so far this season, and that's kind of feeds into what I'm saying. They have guards, that can get downhill, they can stop you from scoring, and that's been kind of a, a recipe for disaster for the Grizzlies so far this season. So that is definitely a game where if they come up kind of the same way they played tonight, that could be a, a tough out. Now, I mean, they kind of why we've seen this team beat Denver back-to-back. Back. So can they beat Minnesota? Of course. Can they beat any of these teams coming up? Yeah, I mean, they'll probably be favored uh, in, in, in in those games, maybe even against Phoenix, because Phoenix, is they've been good in games. They've been kind of spotty this year. They haven't been dominant at all. Uh, so far the season, so Grizzlies could be favored in all three of those games at home. But I, I mean that the defense has to be better. Uh, and, and again, all those teams have guards that can can really put pressure on you, and that's been something that they really struggled with. Hopefully, we get DB back. Uh, Taylor Jenkins said before the game that he's going to be evaluated early next week, possibly on Monday. So hopefully, the, we we get him back sooner than later. But uh, it, it's it's going to be tough, man. Uh, again, man, trying trying to to have those guards but the defense just hasn't been there. But again, I, I just think this team, we've seen these particular players mostly pretty much the same roster and didn't even have Jaron uh, for most of that be much better than this defensively. I, I just think it's something that they're going to have to work to. And maybe, again, they came into the season more prepared offensively than they were defensively. And, and it's been a struggle so far.
1: So you, you mentioned a couple of times about the, the personnel and, and the fact that we saw this team, be significantly better defensively. And th- there's two things that are different. You know, one of them being Dylan not being there. He he's their best point of attack defender, which is going to sure that up some. But the other change is Adams to JV. And, you know, if you've listened to this show any at all, you know where Isaac and I stand and the fact that we we were completely okay with the trade. We understood what it meant for this team, and we also thought that this was going to be an upgrade defensively. But is it, it, you know, Adams is kind of the common denominator. Is it him that's really kind of letting him down?
0: I mean, it had not been It hadn't been an upgrade so far. Uh, you definitely can't say it, it's been an upgrade. He looked pretty good the first couple of games, but he's kind of fell off a little bit these last few games. You kind of, kind of noticed that. He hasn't been quite as effective, uh, on, I don't think, on the either side of the basketball. Uh, he, he, I mean, he's missed some bunnies inside. Uh, and, and, again, guys are just getting to the rim freely, and, and that's partly on him. Um, it's partly on Jaron, but it's partly on him as well. And we, like you said earlier, you didn't see that last year. It wasn't a parade to the basket against this team. And to me, I mean, again, it's just weird because you, Adams definitely is quicker, is more a little bit more fleet of foot than JV, so you expect him to be able to rotate over, and, and play better defense at the rim but so far it, it it hasn't been that now maybe like you said maybe he's just still kind of learning the team and, and and working his way in it's going to get better as the season goes on but we have not seen that so far and i, I thought that was the biggest positive of the trade that trade did uh offense for for Stephen as defense but that has not been the case so far
1: yeah we'll see man i'm I don't know, I'm kind of at a loss for words on it, honestly. Like, it's it's super frustrating. It's hard to watch. And, you know, as fans of the game, we look for, we do look for somebody to blame. And it's hard to say that it is one person in particular. But when you look at, at the, the rest of what you've got here, th- there's not a lot that's changed. And so it's crazy to think that that is not, uh, that's not what it is.
0: Yeah, to go back to, to, a singular play to kind of single a of play for this game. It was Bradley Bill got in the paint. He missed it, got his own rebound, and mm-hmm. put it back up easily. Like, it wasn't any resistance on it. I'm like, I'm just throwing my hands up. I'm like, man, this is just not going to cut it, man. They're just going to have to be better. Um and, and just a tough night, man. These are hard because, again, in, in three of these four losses, I mean, they haven't really competed. I mean, they were okay in the first quarter. Wizards shot 71% to the Grizzlies, 48% in the first quarter, and they were only down four. I'm like, okay, well, that's not ideal, man. But to only beat out four, the team shot 71%. That's pretty fortunate. I thought the Grizzlies would kind of get back in it, man. But once Washington got hot there in the first quarter, you think a team's going to cool down, but they just never did. I mean, they were just knocking down shots. It seemed like every time they threw it up, it was going in. No matter what type of shot it is, how tough it was. I mean, they were just hitting everything. And Grizzlies couldn't, couldn't throw it in the ocean tonight. And it's just ugly, man. It's just hard to watch when, when, when those games get like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wizards finished the game with 58% from, from the field. You know, that's, you're not going to win when, when you're giving up that type of no. field goal percentage. And, you know, and and again, you, you mentioned the, the Grizzlies not be able to make shots 35% from the field for the Grizzlies.
0: Got up 96 shots to their 84 and lost mm-hmm. by, I mean lost by what's that, twenty-eight? 30,
1: Thirty basically, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> not ideal. Yeah. That's, and, that's
1: and, true. And it wasn't, you know, if you look at the rest of the Grizzlies box score, you know, it wasn't a high turnover game for them. They had nine turnovers altogether. Um, you know, they didn't didn't rebound the ball terrible. Um they, it was well, they did get kind of smashed there. I, that was wider than when I thought it was, but
0: did beat them yeah. offensively. Offensive rebounds twelve to five, but it got killed on the defensive yeah. backboard minus fourteen uh, on the defensive backboard. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, not 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 a lot of positives to say. Man, lose every quarter minus four in the first, minus nine in the second, mm-hmm. minus ten in the third, minus five in the fourth. I mean, it's just just a rough night, and uh, I'm just hoping they can get this thing on track, and bounce back on, on Monday. And they've done a good job. I think they're 2-0 and after uh, the double-digit losses this year. mean, um, they were really good. I forgot. I think they said it on the broadcast. can't remember what the number was. Pete, Peter Brevin said it during the game. But they were really good last year coming off of bad losses. And, and I think that's something that we've seen. Usually when Ja has a bad game, he usually has a, a monster game that next time. So, hopefully, that's what we see on Monday night. Because they're going to need that, man. with The kind of defense that they're playing, man, again, and I said it uh, yesterday that, I felt like Washington was going to put a lot of points on the board. If they were going to win this, they were going to need a big offensive output from John on 11 points tonight. So that didn't happen. And you see the result.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, Jaren had nine rebounds. There's your positive. That's a positive, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jaren, 13-9. Th- he didn't shoot the ball well, so I'm sure that there's going to be, be people kind of crapping on him for that. But you know,
0: Zaire, three or six from three, that's mm, positive. And he knocked down yeah. a few threes. I like that. Two steals. You know, he he so.
1: started off the last two games uh, <laughs> yeah. knocking down his first three yeah. shots and then kind of getting he cold missed, from He there. missed three,
0: yeah. yeah 50%, so. I think, same thing last game.
1: Yeah, slow-mo couldn't get it going. 0-4 from the field for him. You know, this yeah. really – like, Desmond Bain was four for eight, but he was only one for four from three. Lots and lots of struggles tonight. I, I'm, I'm not going to keep hammering it, man. I know this is a short episode, but there's not really a ton to talk about. It, if you watch the game at all, you saw how bad it was. If you didn't watch the game, don't go back and watch it. Just say, <laughs> save yourself some time. There was nothing in this game that made it worth watching as a Grizzlies fan that, I mean – just trust us when we say it was terrible, and pack up and turn the page. Move on to the next one.
0: Yeah, I've some times where some of those late night games uh my wife would be in the bed and I'd be up watching the game. I'd come back in there and she'd wake up. She'd be like, "Did the Grizzlies win?" I'm like, "Just go back to sleep, baby. <laughs> Just go back to sleep." You, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want me to talk about this game. What happened tonight? That's kind of if you didn't watch this one, man. I don't. I, I don't think you want to go back and watch this. So they can. Confirm this tape, man. I don't think there's not a lot they could, can take from this one positive. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. They, they can use this tape to study exactly what they're doing wrong on defense, though. I can tell you that much.
0: Yeah, you know, for sure.
1: That's something they can get in there and, and, and dig in on that because that, that's
0: a lot of teaching moments in this one. Yeah. I, I feel
1: <laughs> like we, we, we've just hammered and hammered and hammered on this tonight, but th- they've got to get it fixed, man. You can't be the worst defensive team in the league and, and make the playoffs. And, and that's, you know, it's. I believe that it's going to get better. Obviously, you're going to see some improvement when Dylan comes back, but even outside of that, you you have to have more improvement because Dylan is not a. Uh, he's not a Superman. He's not going to come back and just miraculously fix everything because he's not a rim protector. And I really think that that is the area where they're 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 struggling the most.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, really d- right just there. a free free run to the rim. Like I said, 39 attempts at the rim tonight, 26 uh, made baskets at the rim. I think Taylor Jenkins mentioned that in the postgame presser. Um, and he said that this the Wizards just came out just like Portland, just like Miami, and they just hit him in the mouth, man. They just couldn't, couldn't respond. Um, and, and the rim protection, uh, the, the perimeter defense has been bad, but I think I, I agree with you. I think the rim protection has been – by far the worst thing for them so far through the first uh, nine games here and you just you last in the league in in defense again you're not going to be a good team I mean they might be five and four and above 500 right now but if they keep keep that up they won't be above 500 long I mean you're going to lose a lot of a lot of basketball games giving up that kind of production at the rim
1: yeah sorry man I'm a little distracted I was trying to find I wanted to try and find what the the opponents were shooting at the rim against the Grizzlies this year, so I can just kind of throw it in there. But you know, it, it, it's not really relevant. Like it's it's not. I promise you, I test will lie to you sometimes. But in this case, no, not lie to you at all. I will, I I will all. guarantee you might be
0: worse than you did with the eye test.
1: Yeah, like I will guarantee <laughs> you that the opponents are shooting significantly better at the rim and in the paint in general against the Grizzlies this year than what they were last year. Fortunately, we're only nine games into the season, so they've got time to correct it. Are they going to correct it? Uh, we'll, we'll see. You know, that's uh, got a lot of draft picks next year. I, I guess you can find out what you're missing this year and then go from there. But I don't know. I, I If I have to watch many more games like this this year, I'm, I'm going to be going to bed early.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, these are these are not fun. But, man, you got three games coming back. On the home court, uh, hopefully things will be better. I mean, I, they're going to be favored against Minnesota and Charlotte for sure. And possibly, I, I could see them being a one-one-two point favorite against Phoenix. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, again, man, did anytime? I mean, these losses, man. This one is tough. I mean, I, I don't know if this one is bad as as, as Portland and Miami, but it, it's rough. Um, and usually, you can find those silver lines and garbage time, extended garbage time tonight. And even those guys came in and struggled. Uh, as we said earlier. So not a lot of positive out, outside of the nine rebounds for Jaron. Um, you got three of six from three for Zaire Williams. Uh, other than that, man, just not a lot to take out of this one. Again, a lot of teaching moments. I'm sure Taylor Jenkins' and staff are, are going to gonna break this one down and, and have the guys show them their mistakes uh, going into Monday and hopefully they can come out and play a much better game. I got a good feeling about it. I, I think John comes back and bounces back as a big game. We'll see if D'Angelo Russell is able to go. I think he's been out. I think he was out tonight, but we'll see. I'm not even sure what the injury was but they've been playing well and again that's the team big a lot of size at the is a, a big guard uh they've been playing really well defensively so they have the possibility The cause gives really some problems defensively uh but hopefully this is a game where uh, they put up a lot of points on the board and they were able to pull out a win you beat denver two times in a row and you come out and get blown out by this wizard team it's just the inconsistencies man and I, I think it's just right now the defense is always bad it's just the question is whether they can what they can do offensively. Um and, and that's how they win games right now. And, and we'll see what happens on Monday.
1: Yeah, Russell definitely did not play. I looked that up whenever uh whenever you mentioned that. I didn't realize that he hadn't been playing. That's uh that's that's my fault. I should be on top of that and I missed it there. But I, I'm just stuck in this hunt for stats here while 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 Isaac's carrying the show. <laughs> I apologize. I just I gotta know it. I'm I'm gonna find it before I go to bed tonight. I'll have it for you guys next show Hopefully, after you know, we're, we're talking about a win after the Minnesota game back at the forum on Monday night. Guys that uh that struggle tonight usually shoot the ball better at home. Uh, you know, D Anthony Melton, two for nine from the field, he shoots, Yeah, the ball definitely shoots better
0: at home. So does Kyle. Yep. So
1: here we go, man. We'll, we'll just see, see what happens. It's a t- tough loss tonight, but we'll learn from it and get better.
0: Man, that's that's always a that's always a mantra, man. Uh you get your your you know what kick, uh man pick yourself back up and, and, and do better next time. That's, that's all you can do. Uh but I mean again, man, go over to at HoopballGrizz. grizz. Uh give us a follow, man. We definitely appreciate that. You can find me on Twitter at Isaac underscore rivals, I-s-a-a-c underscore rivals. David.
1: I am at VO2.